welcome to the Whiskey Sisters podcast. I am Inga Larissa. And I am Jennifer Rose. Together, we will be bringing you a weekly whiskey podcast where we'll be discovering drams, exploring distilleries, talking to industry experts and sharing other whiskey adventures. Not only will we be sticking our noses into our drams, but also into all things new and current in the whiskey universe, with a leading commentary, of course. You're listening to Whiskey Sisters, the podcast. So, uh, is it important to point out that we're not actually sisters? Um, we just <laughs> bonded over our shared love or for whiskey. Um, in fact, on our first day when we met, we ended up in Scott Smalt Whiskey Society for some drams, <laughs> quite a few Absolutely. drams. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that set the scene for the rest of our friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I had been so excited to meet you. Somebody had said you were Finnish, you were a spirits writer, bit of a whiskey aficionado. And I'm like, that is a cool combination. I want to meet this woman. <laughs> but I did think Friendship Destiny, we got chatting, we discovered we had a few things in common, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, we shared the love for Bunavin and also Guns N' Roses. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if that wasn't enough proof of sisterhood, when I found out you also went to um, a Guns N' Roses concert in huge heels, completely <laughs> impractical. As I you knew. do. <laughs> Exactly. I knew the friendship stars had aligned. Yeah, why wouldn't you wear heels to go see Guns N' Roses, right? I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I think the probably the only things we disagree on are Bon Jovi. <laughs> I love it. Jen is not a fan yet. Um, and also converted. heavily peated whiskey, which I yeah. I'm working on my magic to try to get Jen into the gang of PT whiskey. As this is our first recording, it might be a good idea to just tell a little bit about us, um, just to get to know us better. Um, so first of all, I would like to point out that I am in no means a whiskey expert. I really, really like whiskey. Uh, basically, I'm a huge fan. I write a blog called On The Source Again, um, where I cover all sorts of different spirits, not just whiskey, um, also a little bit of sherry and create cocktail recipes and just give tips on where to drink and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and it was a few years ago when I made a New Year's resolution to learn more about whiskey or mainly scotch. And I've never looked back. Amazing. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now here we are. <laughs> so, Jen, how did you first get into whiskey? I suppose for me, it was around six years ago, I went up to the beautiful Scottish island of Mull, where I actually was lucky enough to grow up. And I decided when I was back to take a tour of the distillery. And the whole experience, but particularly learning, I guess, on how to nose and taste the whiskey, it just felt a game changer for me. I was so fascinated um, and just felt I wanted to I felt it was luring me in to quite a magical world it felt like 
alchemy, you know, the whole process. And I really enjoyed the flavors. But if I'm fully honest, I actually tried whiskey when I was, you know, still a teenager, potentially yep. a bit too young, <laughs> like <laughs> the taste, but was by no means ready for the almighty power of the dram. And I ended up with horrendous hangovers and I think that put me off so it's been such a pleasure to come back into and you know to begin to learn a bit and to share our you know love of whiskey together um, yeah yeah uh, well I it was probably about six years ago when I first did a little whiskey tour in Scotland and I ended oh, wow. up in Isla and mm -hmm. just you know all the heavily peated distilleries the first time <laughs> <laughs> and, so I wasn't totally convinced straight away um, yeah. but now that's I've quite of, a star isn't it I know exactly um but now I've kind of done a full circle where I actually really love all those Isla whiskeys so you know your palate does change yeah yeah but absolutely that was actually um, also when I first fell in love with Bunavin. <gasps> because amongst those PT, PT Isla whiskies, there was Bunavin 12 year old. Yay. Oh, yeah. What are you looking forward to in this season? Do you want to give well, some teasers or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as well as sampling more Bunavin, because it, as you see, it is you know also I guess it's a, it's my favorite whiskey that I've tried so far so I definitely want to kind of expand my palate and that's really interesting to hear what you say about how um you know how your taste and things have developed but I guess for this um for this podcast and us working together I'm so excited in its simplest form to learn more because I just think there's so much to learn. Um, also, we've got we've already got some really amazing kind of industry experts lined up, haven't we? Yes, yes, we do. So that will be lovely to hear from them. And I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't know if you'll give me any trouble <laughs> for saying this, but you and I are hitting the road. The Whiskey Sisters are hitting the road on tour and we're going to be up close and personal in some Scottish distilleries. So I'm so looking forward to that. Yes, that will be very exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it as well. <laughs> Drams will be drunk. <laughs> yes, quite a few. <laughs> Dram on Fire. So in our Dram on Fire section, we'll be covering a range of whiskies. And as we mentioned our love for Buna earlier, it makes sense that we will talk about it a little more. Exactly. So for me, like I said, the Bunavin 12-year-old was the first whiskey that I really enjoyed. And I still, still do and go back to it all the time. Um, and I love the saltiness with with the sherry influence and the kind of nuttiness and in general, it's really just a very good dram. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've seen this now, also a cask strength version of Ooh. the 12-year-old. Uh, yeah, and I, I always quite like the higher ABV, so mm -hmm. I definitely have to get a bottle of that to try. Absolutely. Now, how did you fall in love with Buna? Well, when... I was at another distillery, um, Pit Lockery actually, and went to a whiskey bar in a hotel afterwards and was chatting to this lovely bartender. She was asking me what whiskies I liked. And when I was 
kind of trying to describe the flavours I liked or what I tried, it was her that actually suggested, you know, from what she'd heard from me that I should really try Boonhaven. And I just, uh, oh, I was blown away. And for a while, it, it took me a while to want to drink any other whiskies because I was just like, this is my whiskey. I'm I'm happy here. So it's good to expand, you know, my taste palette beyond that. But yeah, it's interesting you say you always go back to I can really um I can really connect to that as well. We definitely have to organise a visit to Vinavi. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to that distillery. Oh my god, yes, I we know. definitely have to. So uh while ago, um Jen had COVID. Oh, poor me. <laughs> <laughs> so to cheer her up, I decided to send her not flowers, but whiskey, obviously. What um, kind of friend is that? That is testimony to like a good friend that sends you whiskey when you're ill, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It has healing properties. <laughs> um, so I sent her now I'm gonna pronounce this and it's gonna I'm gonna slaughter it and it will be really <laughs> But um, my, my favorite Buna, which is Deutschek, maybe, Deutschek, Deutschek. Oh, that's fantastic. It sounds beautiful when you say that. I thought it was Tochakaga. <laughs> I really like the Deutschek. Let's just call it Deutschek. Oh, so um, that's a different one I'm getting mixed up. But it's kind of the same. So it means smoky in Gaelic. Okay. So um, it's very heavily peated with that kind of lovely Buna sweetness. Mm -hmm. But they stopped producing it, unfortunately, oh. and replaced it with the Deutschek Agar. Ah, I see. Um, which means smoky too, um, which is slightly different. It's still really nice, but it's not as peaty. Right. So that's why I thought maybe I can kind of lure you into it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's much sweeter than the, the previous one. So, oh, mm. well, that, uh, so I was getting mixed up there. So thanks for clearing that up. But yeah, I I didn't know it was a bit smokier. Just got stuck into it straight away <laughs> and really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I think you are luring me over to the peat side. <laughs> <laughs> didn't notice the peat. Maybe it was the COVID that you just did. <laughs> so the first one, sorry to put you on the spot, Inca, but what no, no, was the name of on. that one again? Toy check or toy, I don't ah. know. <laughs> so it's basically the same. It's just, it means smoky and the second one means smoky too. Ah, so toy check agar, agar, I guess it's two. Um, but I don't know. I was listening lots of YouTube videos trying to find how to say it. But lots of people say it different ways. Yeah. So I don't know, toy check, toy, I don't know. Even in the when I was in Isla, they pronounced it completely. I don't think anyone's really sure unless you speak Gaelic. So maybe we can just get away with giving names a try and seeing what happens. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, anyway, with my accent, I'll say lots of things wrong. So I kind of put it on that kind of it's fine. That's one of those things. I'm not sure, Inka. I sometimes think your vocabulary in English is better than mine. So <laughs> impressed. But at least people won't get our voices mixed up because we sound pretty different. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so we're definitely not sisters. 
<laughs> that would be really weird. <laughs> um, but so what did you like about the toy tech ad- agar? So for me, oh, I'm not very good at describing whiskey because I just feel like, oh, it's so juicy and delicious. But I guess maybe for me, the sweetness, for me, it felt a bit like kind of cherry and maybe like a little bit of kind of vanilla um but it just feels so rich and smooth and I definitely need to increase my ability to describe whiskies more accurately but yeah I just it was very moorish so one dram (laughs) did lead to another (laughs) I know I was so happy to find um because uh, I live in Italy, which I forgot to mention earlier. <laughs> yes. I live in Italy. I'm Finnish. I live in Italy. And I live in this tiny little town. And my favorite uh, wine bar is just, mm-hmm. you know, around the corner from the house. And one evening I was sitting at the bar, enjoying a glass of Prosecco. And I saw a bo- two bottles of Bunaveng on the top shelf Nice. And I was so excited to find out <laughs> that it was the 12 year old and Toytek Agar. Oh my goodness. I really? Know. Yeah. And the barman was saying how much he loves the, the smoky one as well. And he's always mm-hmm. recommending it to everyone. So then we were sitting there for ages just talking about the whiskey and sipping it. And it was really nice. Um, but yeah, I, I like the sweetness with the, with the smokiness. Like peat and sherry together Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. just divine. And I think that's lovely, you know, with that story, how we can connect with other people through a love of whiskey, you know, what other people like or shared interests. And I guess that's one of the other things I'm really hopeful if people decide to listen to our podcast, that they might interact a bit and whether it's somebody like myself just learning or dram curious or knows lots like you because you do know so much Um, it would just be really lovely to I guess um, interact more with a whiskey loving community yeah absolutely whiskey sisters whiskey fact So we're going to finish each episode with a little whiskey snippet that you can use to impress your fellow drinkers. Have you noticed how the trees around the distilleries are black? I actually haven't noticed that. (laughs) That says a lot for my observation skills. Well, to be fair, I think everyone's focused on the whiskey and the distillery building and don't really think about what's happening around. But yes, most of the distilleries, if they have trees around, they are black. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a disease caused by the spirit fumes. So basically, uh, the fungus traps the ethanol, the angel's share, from the air that helps it then to drive in the harsh environments. So it it doesn't have any negative effects for the Mm -hmm. tree, thank God but it just changes the color and the fungus kind of grows on top of the tree trunks. No way. That's amazing. And I'm, I wonder why I've not noticed it, but maybe, maybe we can do some tree spotting when we're yeah. out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll get some pictures and post on Instagram. Absolutely. Other people's black tree pictures. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, tag us in your pictures <laughs> of black cheese. <laughs> okay, well, so, that's that's enough of us for today, I think, isn't it? Until our next episode, where we will be exploring different cask finishes. Pour yourself a glass and join us next Wednesday. Yep. And meanwhile, you can keep up to date with all things Whiskey Sisters on our Instagram, whiskeysisters.podcast and Twitter, Whiskey Sisters Podcast, and of course, on Facebook. Cheers, Enka. Cheers, Jen. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. <laughs> we did it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>